0: what up everybody this is alternate take and we're back for another episode bitch and you already knew i was gonna come back with you with something good man and today we got two legends in the podcast whom like always do we ain't fucking around and one of them is a former guest Dale lampkin what's up baby what's going on man nothing much man same old shit you know
1: i'm really happy to be back uh I had a lot of I had a lot of practice the last time around. That's now right. I feel like now, I feel like I'm really in the groove. Uh, it's been almost a year now, right? Yeah, and you are not the, a year. You were
0: in the OG room.
1: Yeah, I was pre-pandemic. I'm a, <laughs> That's right. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a preemie. <laughs> you're alternate. You're alternate take from the beginning, man. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, so I'm really happy to be back, man. And uh, again, part of that is is uh, spreading that motivation, spreading the the, the positivity and. To really uh, show people how much you can really change you know the uh, the world, change the perception of how people see life, um, paradigm shifts, and all that good stuff. So, <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Fucking, it's fucking yeah.
0: beautiful, man. And then we have a new guest. We have uh, mm-hmm. Justin Workman. For those of you who don't know, Justin Workman is the owner and head professor of Gracie Barra-Fulton Jiu-Jitsu. Yep. So he can fuck you up right <laughs> away. So don't talk shit or you're going to yeah. get hit, boy. Good to have you in here, man.
2: Thank you, man. I'm happy to be here,
0: dude. Hell yeah, man. So I, I definitely wanted to have this episode too because um we've had martial arts people on here before, which is mm-hmm. cool. We've had uh, specifically more boxing. We had uh, Rudy Hernandez has been on like a couple times, like three times now, and he's like our uh, boxing expert. Yeah. He is the cut man for uh, UFC fights, mm-hmm. like all the big ones, like fucking. Especially the last one was Deepak Ganu. He's there doing all the fights, uh-huh. and he's a boxing trainer too. So I mean. He's he's our boxing guy, but now we got jujitsu guys, which go. is fucking huge, Boxing's man. Great too. Exactly. I mean, it's that, that's what I want to talk about, dude. But uh, you know, I want to I want to dive into you a little bit first before we get into the fucking specifics of that. Huh? How did the jujitsu journey start for you? When did you start doing jujitsu? Uh,
2: April twenty third, two
0: thousand nine. Oh, you,
3: know,
2: oh, you know the exact shit. date? I have the, <laughs> oh, wait, like the ninety two riots? April twenty sixth, nineteen ninety two. <laughs> uh, I have, I have yes, I have the exact date. Um, but it started uh. Then, specifically, because, I mean, I was just a fucking stupid teenager doing stupid things, and then it opened in Living downtown the good life. Yeah. Yeah, I was just fucking, you know, drinking at a parking and shit, because I wasn't old enough to actually drink. mm mm-hmm. um, But it's opened up in downtown, I knew a little bit about grappling, because my brother did wrestling, and I was just fucking testing on me all the time.
0: Okay, nice. Um, yeah, brothers do that to you, they're good like that. Yeah,
2: and I, there's not, like, some big Cinderella story about it, I showed up, I tried a class, I fucking liked it, and then, 12 years later now, I'm running the same school i started at
0: that's so surreal dude does that ever freak you out do you ever think about it that is, sometimes
2: it is trippy because when we started uh me and my buddy victor were looking for a gym together and we're like dude like where the fuck are we gonna go like we go somewhere in la i don't want to fucking drive all the way that's far yeah and then sure enough they started to sell and we're like dude there's there's no way let's try let's try it. We'll, we'll try it and yeah sure enough we bought the school from the old owners and now we're here where i started and it's funny because yeah. the biggest part for me is the hardest part was like these guys are all my training partners, and now I have to, like, change my mind to be their professor. Yeah. And it's a little bit different of a dynamic, but you took about a year or
1: so, but, dude, it's great now. Because I, I don't think you he heard what he said, like, at the very beginning. He said that I started my journey. He starts going to this story, he says, and then I started, and then I owned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. then I became the owner. <laughs>
0: like, That's fucking crazy, dude. I don't, I don't crazy, know if everybody dude. caught that, like...
1: This guy, he started off as a student, and now here he is. He's an owner, you know. What know. a trip that is, right? Yeah. Especially for it's something
0: easier. that technical too. Like, it, your people are trusting you with their safety, with their technique,
3: mm-hmm.
0: with uh, I'm, I'm trusting you with when I go outside that if someone tries to mug me, the techniques that you taught me are going to be the ones that are going to save my life and whatnot. Yep. That's a fucking lot of pressure, dude. Yeah. Holy shit, man. What's like if this? I'm gonna start off with this one. What's like the most fucking annoying thing you have to deal with as a fucking jiu-jitsu professor?
2: Because uh, I would
0: think it's parents, number one, if I'm just thinking about it, because no. no, they don't want little Johnny to get hurt or his pride to get hurt or people with smelly motherfuckers. I bet you there's some smelly motherfuckers <laughs> in there. I guarantee it.
2: it. It's not that. Parents, you expect it. You expect it. I mean, your parents are going to be fucking protective of their kid. Right, right. Um, It's and it's going to be like normal one answer. You'll get across the board as fucking egos. Yeah. Right. You get people that will come in and then they came. They liked it. They signed up. They're paying you for your knowledge, but they'll still sit there and be like, Mm, but that doesn't
0: work for me. That's so annoying, dude. Then fucking leave. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's not yeah.
2: necessarily like just my school. It's like there's this happens across the board. These people don't usually end up like signing up for long terms or
1: anything. Yeah, but, but do they last long?
2: No, they never last long, you, you, right? Well, right. because along yeah. with egos, like there's, and I'm guilty with myself. I'm sure you are. Everyone here is in the fucking world. Like people don't like sucking at something, so. Right. You can either handle that, or you can't. You can stick through and be like, "Fuck, I suck, but I want to be good, so I'm going to get through it." Or, I can't
1: handle sucking, so I'm going to quit.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so, and you're and you're a student of his.
1: Yeah. So you know that's my perspective of how you know having Justin here is the fact that you know I'm a business owner as well. Um, I'm always talking about you know motivating people, and I talk about these different topics about workplace culture and diversity and inclusion and team building all that stuff and so you know the question I always you know the assumptions that people get is that hey this dude's life he's got it together he's perfect and no the reality is, is i'm not perfect and so the things that but but what makes me uh more well-rounded is the fact that i have my own support because while i am my whole job and my business is to build people up it's to build cultures up. It's to build businesses up. You got to ask the question, and while you're building people, who's building you up? And so this is it. This is one of the people that actually builds me up, and 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 that's through jujitsu. So as such, I'm a student. You know, I'm not always the facilitator. I'm always I'm not always the teacher. I'm not always the instructor. I'm the student at this school. Yeah, that makes a know? lot of sense. Like so,
0: Tony Robbins is his own fucking Tony Robbins you know what i mean (laughs) straight up otherwise how how do you keep your humility or how do you how do you keep that work ethic yeah i totally get that man Mm -hmm. for sure um when when did you think you were like i'm getting fucking good at this and like i can start uh i can start making something of this was it pretty quick for you
2: uh i would say within like a year fuck
0: that's impressive dude
2: i mean i didn't have the answers when i started so when i started i couldn't afford jiu-jitsu so i talked to my uncle or no he actually reached out to me and he was like look it I know you're doing jiu jitsu come to my house two or three times a month or a week fill my bird feeders I'll pay for your shit
0: wow that's a deal man wow. like, alright that's a easy deal easy enough
2: I did that I started training and I started getting good I ain't got shit else to do fucking 17 yeah so I just trained every single class twice a day three times a day sometimes I'll be working out four times a day and then year goes by I get my blue belt and I'm like yo like let me help you teach and, wow. like, you exchange, like, tuitions. So I don't pay tuition. I help you teach. Yeah. And now I'm here. I'm I'm teaching. I'm teaching. You just go through that for, what, now six, seven years, and you just slowly get higher up the totem pole and
0: that's make fucking, your way. That's great. I think it's unique when someone has, like, that uh ability to, like, soak in the whole experience. Like you said, like, when you go in and people are, like, already telling you, like, well, it's not my way. Because, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, as a student, I was kind of like that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what made me not necessarily so good at, at most things. Like, um. I went to, I'm a, I play guitar and I went to guitar lessons for two months. And I was like, this is fucking Chinese. I don't know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> about. I wanna just learn, I wanna know how to rock, dude. I'm yeah. gonna fuck what you have to teach me. And they're like, here's the scales. And then I, it was, I couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. I guarantee, like, as a kid, I was extremely frustrated. But it's not until you get older, you realize, dude, he was frustrated. Yeah. He's trying to teach you how to play fucking guitar. The right way from the basics, mm-hmm. yeah. and with jujitsu, that's how it works. So you got to know the basics right away, yeah. and you can't be like, wow, I want to do this." Like, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. You want to go that? You want to go train MMA and want to be a fucking star? Then go somewhere else. Yeah, you want to
2: go on YouTube and learn these yeah. fucking crazy techniques, but I ain't for you right now.
0: Right, yeah. right. And what it's like your your common like uh, people that come in? Are you getting teenagers? Are you getting like what are you getting normally like, coming in?
2: I would say younger uh, young adults,
0: late twenties,
2: uh, early mid thirties. Something like that. Uh, not a lot of kids. I mean, you get kids, like, c- little kids, yeah. You know, like, elementary, good for self-defense, all that type of right. stuff. Um, definitely, like, you know, late 20s, early 30s is probably our, our biggest core.
0: No shit. When you, would when'd you get your black belt? That
2: yeah. was September. That's a, that's a big moment right there. Oh, yeah. September 17th,
1: 2016 or 17? Oh, shit. Was that's like there. losing your virginity. Too. That's a big deal. <laughs> that's probably better, you know? Oh, yeah. Fuck, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I say I was there for that, but it's a little bit more to it than that. I, I, um, I've actually been attending uh, Gracie Barr Fullerton for, what, eight, seven, eight years? He probably knows better than me. I don't know what year you started. I know we were training together.
2: Right. And you had some fucking judo gi on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I showed yeah. up with a judo gi, right? Making fucking holes yeah. in the walls and shit. No, keep in mind,
1: I had already <laughs> had about two years of experience of jujitsu, jitsu but it wasn't until I got into this school where I really felt like I had a home. Um, That's big. I saw him growing from, I want to say he was like 4 striped blue belt, and then to see this growth occur, um, it's, it's, it's different. It's one thing when you are entering a school and you have an instructor who has this wazoo background of jiu-jitsu or whatever martial arts it is. It's another thing when you actually see your professor grow. When you actually see the growth process, where you can actually see yeah, the, that's the, unique the, the, the proof in the pudding. That's very unique, and that's what I got to see. So you know, I was there when he you know when he got his black belt, and and then to think like, man, now the shift begins, the transition begins, you know this where he's not someone that's a peer of mine. Now he's actually, you know, I'm a subordinate to him. I'm yeah. someone that actually looks up to him and strives to be that guy someday. Um, it's it was a it was a pretty exciting moment you know, yeah. to see that accomplishment. That
0: so. kind of sucks too like for you like you know when you're in a workplace and like one of your friends gets promoted and now he's the boss what? you're like <laughs> now we can't invite him <laughs> to fucking parties right, and shit cuz like right. can't uh, go
1: to lunch together anymore yeah. can't do lunch. <laughs> yeah. no, it, it was a real proud moment for uh to me and uh, a big deal because again it's it, that's one thing that is very unique about this experience with Justin is the fact that you get to see him go through the process. And you know, you you see this process happening and you're, and you're saying to yourself, OK, that's even bigger uh, uh, motivation, a bigger example of uh, to, to say that, yeah, you can do this, too. It can happen, you know, so.
0: And did you did you train Gracie Bar before you became a professor there?
2: Yeah, my whole, my whole entire training career is Gracie Barra Luton. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's fucking awesome, man. Entire and career.
0: and what's the difference between Gracie Barra and uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Because I know people say there's like differences between like like technical small differences or I whatnot. I mean, it,
2: it's like this is a very bad way of putting it, but it's, there's McDonald's and there's Burger King, right? Okay. You both fucking serve burgers and fries. Yeah. Okay, but everyone has their preference, so. If people, people come in, that's a common question. People come in, they're interested in signing up, they'll ask that. And I'll tell them the same thing I'm telling you. It's McDonald's and Burger King. I suggest you try them both. See what you like. Yeah. Because, I mean, the outside looking in, the bigger difference is um, there's a lot of schools that don't have a curriculum, right? So they come in, the teacher will just kind of teach whatever they want. You know, just all right, today I feel like doing this. Lesson Tomorrow, of I feel like day. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Gracie Ball, there's a full curriculum. So there's a basis curriculum. You come in, it's 16 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever it is. And you're gonna go through that once you finish all those basics.
1: You're now go, you can go to advanced. You gotta go through that. You mean you're gonna get smashed on? Yeah, 100. <laughs> <100%. laughs> I mean, but that's part of it. Like, Big you know, time. No, and and let me add some clarity. That it's just it's not that you're gonna get smashed on. It's the it's it's a part of the process. It's yeah. the it's the ideal that hey you're not gonna come in a winner. You're that's not, life. Yeah. No, you're you not know? gonna get like yeah, hurt, but you're, you're gonna, gonna get have a lot technically of technically fucked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking life, yeah. dude. And
1: if I can also add this as well, because I know, you know, Justin, you know, like he said, he trained his entire time at one school. I tried McDonald's and Burger King. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you did it, and, yeah. and I could tell you that coming from that perspective, um, what makes the big difference is um, this sense of community that I have yeah. with Gracie Bar Fullerton versus another uh, uh, any other school that I went to. I originally, like I said, I didn't start at Gracie Bar; I started at another school. Did that for a few years. The school ended up closing. I'll give I'll give them their credit. It was a pretty good school. Um, but then when it closed, I was I was going around for a few months searching for another school, you know. And and I and I dabbled here and dabbled there in these different jujitsu schools. But the concepts, the the ideology, the theories, the 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 work ethic of the professors, it wasn't. It didn't align to my my personal values and beliefs. Right. You know. Um, I don't want to get to too many details but the idea was was that I felt like most of the schools were more like we got a new guy coming in let's show him what we got you know in and in, in almost in a way kind of like a, a, a kind of like a bullying mentality They're trying to flex on everyone right, right. yeah flex on everyone right and then you know I actually found out through a colleague of mine in law enforcement that said hey you might want to try Gracie Barra doesn't matter what school you go to, just try Gracie Barra. And so I go to Gracie Barra and I go and and I happen to end up in Fullerton, you know, and I randomly showed up. And uh, let me tell you, I I, from day one, I mean, the 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 discipline that was there, the professionalism, the regiment, it did not change. You knew exactly every single day when you came in what was going to happen at the start. You got these different warmups. You got these. I mean, you had two different types of warmups, but the warmups you knew what they were going to be. Uh, the the professionalism, the tradition that they hold, and it's actually like a multi tradition. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, it's a it's a. I say multi tradition because when you look at the history of jujitsu, you look at you know starting in a Japanese culture, you bow, right? But then at the very end, you go into the American tradition, which is when class is over, you bow and you give a handshake to your opponents when you are finished. Right. And that never changed. Never changed. And so when you see that consistency and then the fact that you have different people from different walks of life, different diversity, different types of people, I mean, that was for me. I felt like I was at home. (laughs) Yeah. So I ended up at McDonald's, apparently. I don't know. Whichever (laughs) one you want to be, but I ended up at one, you know. It's exactly,
2: it's it's all culture. Yeah. Right. Because nobody wants to walk into a school and feel like, tensed up. They don't want to feel like they're fucking walking on eggshells.
0: Right. So how do you, So uh, this question for both of you, how do you, how would you, what advice would you give to someone trying to beat that? Because I would say like, I I don't like when people say they suffer from anxiety. Get the fuck out of here. Everyone does. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not suffering. It's called being a fucking human being. Everyone has anxiety. I call it pussyitis. Okay. That's what you have. (laughs) We all get pussyitis. We all get pussy. We all get pussy syndrome and we all feel shy and afraid to fail. And we all get those feelings. Those are normal. What advice would you give to somebody who's considering going into jitsu but they're afraid to fail. They're afraid to get their pride hurt. They're afraid to like be embarrassed in front of other people. They're afraid to go try something new where they don't know any friends, where they have to be formal with, wear a gi. Mm-hmm. Like this is people need these fucking lessons, especially from yeah. people like yourselves who are talented in this shit.
2: Uh, I would say admit it. Most people will keep do what you said in their head and not say anything. Yeah, I mean, when new people come into me, like I already take that into consideration that they're gonna feel that way. And by look, like, like especially like females, right? It's not like I have a good. I have, like, 15 girls that train at my school, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, When they come in, usually a a big concern for them is, like, I want to train with another chick. I'm nervous. Uh, uh." Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm like, look, I'll make sure there's a girl for you. I know it can be a little bit intimidating sometimes coming in by yourself. For anyone, male or female, coming in by yourself, I'll make sure there's a girl there for you. Don't worry. Dude, jiu-jitsu is a marathon sport. You're going to suck and feel uncomfortable for, like, six months. That's normal. Don't fucking worry about it. Just come in, figure it out, try it. It's a marathon sport. Take your time. Yeah, you just gotta comfort those. Don't ignore that. Don't try to like work your way around. Just like straight up. Yeah, you're gonna be nervous. You're gonna suck. It's gonna feel uncomfortable. We're gonna do the best we can
1: to fix that for you. All right. I think there's a there's a uh, a lot of things and some of them I'm gonna miss, but I'm gonna hit on some of the ones that kind of come to mind right away. And that, and the first one is is you got to be vulnerable. You really do. You can't come in there with a big ego. You can't come in there thinking you're gonna you know dominate the whole world in one mm-hmm. day. It's just not gonna happen. Um, you know, understand that when you go into this uh, this new, which I I like to call a profession, right?
0: Well, 100%. There's different fucking levels, yeah.
1: there's different, you know. Um, you, you have to go in knowing that there is always someone that is bigger, that is someone that is always better than you. Accept it, right? And then that introduces a bit of humbleness, right? You come in there knowing that, hey, I'm not gonna be the best person in there, but I'm gonna try to give my best, the best that I can give. Uh, one of the biggest hurdles is people coming in looking silly or feeling as though they're gonna look silly, right? Yeah, you're
0: gonna you're gonna get embarrassed. Someone's yeah, better you're than gonna you. You're gonna get embarrassed. You're and, gonna fail. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing: it's not even just in the 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 competitiveness of of jujitsu. It's the most simplest things, like even the warm-ups. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, Justin, would you agree that? You know, when someone is exposed to how to do shrimping for the first time, right. that can get a little awkward, right? <laughs> it is. And, <laughs> you that, know? and that's what I, where it comes back to, like,
2: you have to let the person know, like, it's fucking awkward. You're going to feel like you're not doing this right. You don't want them to feel like they're somehow alone, as in, like, everyone else fucking did it perfect day one, and they're over here struggling. I'm like, no, like, dude, this takes a while to get good at yeah. it. Don't worry about it. Just, right. we're going to work on it. Like, you're doing it perfect. As time goes on, you'll start to get the feel for it, and it'll come a little faster,
1: and you're gonna yeah. find I so think even, that's even why, even people... the warm ups, it's it's just like the warm-ups are like. Even you think, oh, I'm, I'm, everybody, the world's looking at me. They're watching me. They're looking to see what I'm yeah. doing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's okay.
0: Yeah, you're not that fucking special, man. Right. No one gives a fuck. Right? Everybody
1: has to start yeah. somewhere. Right. Everybody does, you know. And so that's the two things. I mean, there's more. There's way. There's a lot more to it. Right. Uh, but if I had to pick the first two or the the ones that stand out right away, is this idea You have to be vulnerable, and you have to be humble. So
0: right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. vulnerability is a strength. Is a is a thing of strength. I think. I think as people, there's a big difference between vulnerability and weakness. Weakness is like. You're a coward almost. But, like, vulnerability means that that's courageous to be vulnerable. It's essentially
1: opening yourself up to new ideals, different thoughts, different theories. Um, You know, letting people know that this is who I am as me. You know, you don't have to pretend to be someone you're not. And that's one thing that jujitsu, and 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 I'm going to say specifically for this school, you don't want somebody who is being someone that they're not. I don't want to. I don't want to be in a in a same room. I don't want to be in the same school with somebody who uh, pretends to be um, a team player, pretends to be humble, pretends to be someone who's caring, and turns out on the outside of the school they're a bully. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't want that person. We call that marks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark ass motherfuckers. Yeah. So if he's, I, his
0: his name is Doug. Just call him Mark.
1: Right. I want to. I want. I want to see a person for who they really are, and that is, when that happens, it helps. It, it motivates me to want to help that person even more. It helps me want to help them through that process. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Culture is number one, for
2: sure, and in, in a school you got to have the right culture. It seems like it's an easy thing to do because we all have this idea of how we want our school to be, but it's not enough for me to like push that culture. I need my students to also. Push that culture onto newer students,
0: right? Yeah. So, so that's the it's, part you gotta make. You know what's crazy is like that's that's the fucking uh, formula for society. Same shit. Yeah. Same shit. Like if it's all about culture, you need you need to set the culture, and you need the people underneath to just fucking set the culture too, man. Yeah. I it's want just,
2: everyone there to feel like they can. Fuck around a little bit, like yeah, we're all here to learn and choke each other out. But like,
0: be your fucking self. You can fuck around, you can joke, yeah. you can laugh, you can, right. you can do whatever. Yeah. What What's the official belt system? Like, what colors? How does it go from? Because oh. I I, I want to try to make this podcast for people to hear this and like they know nothing about jujitsu and they're mm-hmm. getting they're getting all the they're getting all the information in the internet before they go sign up by Gracie Barra. You know what I'm saying? So education
1: Education from Justin Workman. That's right. One on one, bitch. If,
3: you,
0: if you're an <laughs> adult, pretty simple: white, blue, purple, brown, black.
2: All right, kids. It's, like, white, and then you got three gray belts, three yellow belts, three, like, orange belts, and three green belts. Because you can't get an adult belt until you're 16, which I think is you get your blue belt. Okay. Because there's no such thing as a 12-year-old black belt in jiu-jitsu. It doesn't happen. Right. Like, you have to be a fucking adult if you're going to wear a black belt.
0: And that's the, that's the body size, I would imagine, is probably the biggest difference with that. I
2: mean, I, I like it because
0: you, it's not a false sense of...
2: Like, I'm at the fucking top. I'm a black belt. I'm the best.
0: Right. Like, you're a fucking kid. Move move this a little closer. Move this a little closer. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: Like, you're a fucking kid. Right. If you... I don't care if you're a black belt five-year-old. You fucking encounter an 18-year-old that knows nothing. He's going to fuck you up. It's a big difference.
0: There's a big
1: difference. It's a big difference. Yeah. Do you think that there's a... Although I will say there's some, like, some young kids there that look like they can really... No, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They could demolish. Of course. <laughs> I of course. course. Get mine. There's always a
0: there's always a rea- there's always a reality when it comes to those things. Like there's some chick fighters who are just savages but like but like you're probably dominant mostly against other women. And then mm. you probably will fuck up 80% of men too, but yeah. there's that 20% who are just as trained and just as muscular who will put you to sleep. And it's mm-hmm. just how there's always someone better than somebody else. It's how it works. You know, but um what would you What would you think is like the earliest someone can go compete? Like I know there's combat jujitsu now, which is pretty fucking intense. I I know that's all over YouTube and everyone's like really signing up for these competitions.
2: I think you should compete as because as kids, competition isn't about winning, right? Nobody remembers the fucking grain white belt world champion. Yeah, nobody fucking remembers that. No one cares. Yeah, (laughs) right. This is about you learning to deal with defeat, victory. All the type of stuff. It's an emotional thing. Like you gotta get out there and learn the lessons you will learn from team sports. Yeah. You gotta become emotionally mature. And that's and that's part of it. Because yeah, you can go in there and in the gym and lose, nobody's fucking watching. Yeah. You're at a tournament and you hear all these people screaming around you, your coach is next to you, your coach is next to you, your parents. Your fucking grandparents came, your aunt, your uncle, whatever. Yeah. And now you're you just lost in front of fucking... You got armbarred in five seconds in front of everybody. Yeah. And you got to learn to deal with it. Look what
0: happened to Johnny Lawrence. He never recovered, dude. Straight up, dude. the karate kid beat him once and that's it, dude. <laughs> never, re- <laughs> never recovered, man. It's a serious thing, that's man. Part of
2: it. Kids, yeah, they're gonna learn the self defense. That's obvi- that's the clear thing when people sign up. Like you're gonna learn self defense, but it's your kid becoming, you know, more confident in his ability to defend himself, which is gonna translate to fucking everywhere else. Right. Just to be confident altogether. Now the parents have a peace of mind knowing their kid is confident you know and they go through their emotional maturity all
1: that type of shit
0: right yeah. have you guys competed do you guys compete in anything like that uh, i competed
1: all the time yeah no he, shit. this guy yeah he competes all the time i think it's probably a uh, a part of his job right yeah I used to compete all the time when yeah. i got to
2: school i felt like my uh mental space like i mean it's part of also me it's it's, it's an excuse a little bit you know but when i opened the school i felt like my mind was so full of like how can I get the school going? How can I get the school going? Yeah. This is what's going to fund paying my rent, my food, my everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck training. I'm going to go walk around and pass out a 1,000 business cards.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, so You're I kinda, substituting of, that time now. Yeah,
2: I changed my priority. It's not that I couldn't train. It's that I just, like, I decided not to. Right. And I was like, my priority has changed now. Now that I'm a couple years in, I've, like, I figured out kind of what works, and I've kind of found my rhythm. Now, for sure, I have time to train, but obviously COVID kind of fucked everything. Yeah. Couple, and, yeah and so, so,
1: for me, it's uh, – I've trained uh, – six six times in in my entire jiu jitsu career, uh, the best I've ever done was third place. <laughs> so that's fucking um, good, dude. Uh, uh, but I will say this, part of the reason why I have I have not trained uh, more over the last few over the my time span of being in jiu jitsu is you gotta look at the 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 other side of what's going on in life, you know, the fact that you're a professional, the fact that you need to have your limbs cuz you don't want you don't want to compete and you break something and now that impacts right, your yeah, that impacts your your work life, that impacts a number of things. And I can also see that with Justin, you know, he's running a business now. So it's not just he's just a professor. He's also someone who's an entrepreneur, someone who's a business manager, and so you don't want to fi- find yourself competing so much to where you end up handicapping yourself to where you cannot be that professor, you cannot be that person that is actually teaching at your own school. So yeah, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. And mentioning work like that, I would imagine you said you're you're meant, you're in law enforcement. Yeah. This I would imagine this is extremely beneficial for you. Oh, obviously. extremely.
1: Oh, extremely. You know, it, uh, for me, um, and we could spend hours on talking about this, but. I never. Th- I always believe that law enforcement doesn't give you enough training in in being able to you know fight for your life and fight for others. So for me, jujitsu is something that keeps me grounded. It keeps me uh, uh, constantly aware and refreshed on being able to defend not just myself but able to help others and defend others. So uh, what's important for me is making sure that I stay physically fit. Because it's not just me that relies on my physical fitness. It's other people. It's the people, it's the communities that I serve, but also it's the 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 fellow colleagues of mine to my left and to my right. Right. right yeah. So that's extremely important. You know, you gotta stay and and especially now with um a lot of the things that we're seeing in society. Um, uh a lot of the civil unrest due to I, I hate to say it because of what we're dealing, you know, with uh George Floyd and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, being in jiu-jitsu, even though there are some techniques that you do that may be seen as kind of cringy or things that may be seen as kind of a little aggressive, overall, um, jiu-jitsu teaches you how to be calm in the middle of chaos. Jiu-jitsu te- Big time, dude. Big time. jiu jiu-jitsu teaches you how to um, become a better com- – uh, 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 I want to say competitor, but it's, it's – uh, it keeps you grounded and having a sense of awareness of when you're in combat, uh, how to, how to uh, essentially uh, subdue someone. It's huge. It's one of the very few sports. and As a matter of fact, I would probably say it's the only sport that teaches you how to subdue someone in a, in a, and put them in a, in a position of disadvantage while you're either waiting on help to arrive or waiting for them to surrender so right, yeah. it, it definitely it's it's a huge help it's a huge help in 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 in, in law enforcement it's something i encourage for all law enforcement officers to do yeah so
0: what what would you think okay so i know you do a lot of work for law enforcement you mm-hmm. help them out and learning these things um the one it's not a complaint but the one thing that they have brought up as like a, a a concern for law enforcement officers is like um jujitsu you have someone close to you all the time that's the whole point and then right. try to with with police officers that's that's probably the last thing they want, especially mm-hmm. with like your belt being right there. Yeah. And especially like jujitsu doesn't necessarily account for all the other fucked up things someone can do. They can right. bite you. They can mm-hmm. fucking do all kinds of nasty shit. Um, how, how do you like teach different techniques to law enforcement where like, okay, I want this guy, I want to do a move, but I don't want him near my gun. So how the fuck do I get him away from that shit and whatnot? Are there different right. techniques? So, that know?
2: yeah, there's, there's different ways to go about different situations, but I like, I'm no expert on each department's policy, you know, some departments you can yeah, tell someone true, else. Yeah. Some, some departments you can't. Right. Um, it's I teach you the jujitsu, and your job is to determine when it's appropriate to use it. Right? Smart. Like so, you smart, have yeah. your policies. I right? like that. Boom, oh, yeah. oh, and then when policy allows, okay, this is time for you to use your jujitsu. Right. Now to keep going with that, a bigger thing is like obviously jujitsu. There's arm bars, leg locks, all that stuff. You're not gonna go arm bar someone you're trying to arrest. Right. right? Yeah. So yeah. a big portion of it is control. You gotta learn how to control this person. And then where an issue comes is, let's say Dell, for example, let's say he's trying to arrest somebody, right? They're wrestling, they're grappling. Mm-hmm. He's doing something, right? He's doing the proper thing, but his buddy comes along and he's trying to do something, and now they're fighting against each other.
0: Yeah, now and it and it fucks up the whole thing. It fucks up the whole rhythm. So yeah. a, big,
2: a big part of this is everybody being on the same page. Yeah. Okay. So ideally, you got three people: one at the legs, one on your side. Right. Right. So then I worked with Buena Park Department uh, Police Department not too long ago, and that was. Actually, it seems like they're ahead of the curve. I mean, I can't say for sure because I haven't worked with every department out there, but mm-hmm. they're really putting a lot of effort into the jiu-jitsu program. They had me down there. They do regular training sessions, and they have their things. All right, if I'm here, I'm doing this. If you're here, you're doing this. If you're there, you're doing that.
0: Right. You know. I feel like that makes sense too, just from a from a, from a just a common sense perspective. Like the smaller uh, department would be, mm-hmm. um, the more time we have for these people. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the bigger the society, the more we can't pay attention to everybody. Yeah. You know, like you see these small communities, everything's good. There's no crime, right? Fucking everyone knows, these, everyone knows the neighbors. There's churches. Every, it's a fucking stable community. But the bigger Oops. the community gets, the more crime there is, the mm-hmm. more fucked up shit's going on. The more mm-hmm. you can't really give the resources you want to everybody. So, yeah. I would imagine that's that's pretty common. Um, what would Dell? Is for you? What would be your opinion on like? Because uh, I know, like you said, um, this is huge. But I, I saw recently because of all this chaos that they, they took away karate restraint for like. Um, it can only be for like life or death or life or death situations. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is actually for both of you guys. Do you think that's smart or not smart? Because I feel like if you know what you're doing, that, that probably can save your life. But like, or at least could be something smart to use. What will yeah. be your What will be your take? Is that a
1: smart idea or is that a bad idea or what? So m- my take on that is in general, a fight's a fight. Right. Um, I say there's no rules. There's only one person playing by rules. And that is the law enforcement officer. Yeah, the other guy's fighting a cop. He's obviously fucking nuts. You know, it it gets little. It gets little difficult in being able to answer that question in the sense that only one is playing by rules, and you cannot. You can't predict what that person's going to do and what they're not going to do. I won't necessarily get into the ideal of whether it's fair or not. What I will say is, it opens up opportunity to find alternatives. Um, it, there's always an opportunity to try other options. And I'm right. not saying that taking away the karate is to suggest that there was a better option. What I am saying is, is that there are a, a infinite number of options we can use. And we just have to, at the end of the day, we just have to learn how to, how to adapt. That's what it really comes down to. I, I'm not here to say whether this technique is better because if I if I talked about it from a simplistic standpoint, I would say that there are techniques that are very effective. Right. Is the karate restraint very effective? Yes. When you use it is what the concern is. That's not something you just immediately go to. You just don't. Period. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, it's just it's something that, you know, your your life is in danger, you, you in your mind, right? You have already determined that hey, if I do not do this, this situation is going to get a a whole lot worse than what it is right now. And that could either be losing my life or losing someone else's life. But right. what I will say is this that you take away that option, you have to ask yourself, what are some alternatives? What are some things that we can do a little bit that that are uh, just as I wouldn't say just as effective but are um, uh, that can be effective right uh, what, that can be more effective um, but then but then you also look at a from the standpoint of what can I do in a situation even before we even get to that point that will cause me not to need right that, yeah very smart that carotid very smart yeah, right. Do I do I distance myself a little bit more, right? Do I use uh, my communication skills a little bit more? Do I um, uh, have more backup? right there's a number there's an infinite that that just opens the idea that there's an infinite number of things that we can do right so again it's not to say that whether it's more effective or i mean them taking it away as a bad thing the uh or, or a good thing is to say that it opens the opportunity for us to explore different uh, uh alternatives right so yeah i don't i i agree with all the things he said and it's
2: kind of like you said just depends on the situation right because we don't know like anything about this person, like because there's people that have been choked and, and things can go bad. We don't know. It's not common by any means, but things right. can go bad. Um, but if your jujitsu is good enough, you do not need to choke
0: somebody. So that's interesting. Okay, so I've heard this a lot from a lot of people because there are you hear everyone's like a whoever is a professor in jiu-jitsu, they all have mm-hmm. like their calling card. You mm-hmm. have the uh like the the Mendez brothers have the open guard. Eddie Bravo has the rubber guard. Right. The grace of the B J, like the, the fucking classic B J J, and then you have like uh, like Luc- Lucas Lucas is known for his uh, half, half guard, guard techniques. Yep. Um, are there any of them that like are your favorite? Where you're like these are the ones where I favor the most because I feel like they've they've helped me in competition the most. Mm-hmm. I teach these to my students the most or, or whatnot.
2: Right. I mean, so for competition, yeah, I've a, a good open guard. I like X guard and some other open guards. Um, hey, he's good at it. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, so,
0: that's another. Oh, go on. Continue.
2: Yeah. Self defense speaking. Open guard is not going to be the main thing I go to. Okay. Right. And then if we're, it control is going to be number one. Right. If you can't control someone, there's no like you can't submit them. So you should be able to control someone. Right. Without a submission, you don't need to have them in the armbar to control them. You don't need them in a the footlock to control them. You pass their guard. You get them in side control mount. You can take the back. You can be on the back, control them, and not have to hurt them. I think it, I could be mistaken, but I think Damian Maya said something along the lines like coming from a jiu-jitsu perspective, my goal is to end the fight with none of us hurt.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
2: He goes home, I go home, we're both healthy. I won cuz I submitted him.
0: That's a fucking true warrior mentality, yeah. yeah? Cuz I swear to god, when it comes to different sports, that's like a lot of times I get lost. Like uh I was a I was a boxer my whole life. That's mm-hmm. my thing. And I'm uh, Mexican, so fucking common knowledge, you know. But uh it's way different when you first go into – when you go into a boxing gym, it's a lot like going into a jiu-jitsu gym where you, you're just trying to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And you go way too hard. You lose your breath. And your technique's fucking terrible because your ego's in front of everything. Right. And um, But boxing is the most natural form of fighting humans have ever had. Mm-hmm. People know how to use their fists. That's why, that's why you said jiu-jitsu is so awkward because yeah. – it's very uncomfortable. You're not used to having someone right on top of you, Mm-mm. and then trying to be comfortable in that is is a lot to deal yeah. with. I swear, boxing anyone can do boxing and feel comfortable, especially because that's another thing I don't like about boxing is as valuable as it is, and is it's great for distance control, especially if someone's gonna try to come get like a single leg. Well, mm-hmm. know, I can punch you right in the nose, and then that's it. It's over. Like you, right. your your nose is broken. And you're blind now, and yeah. then the fight's over. I, I won. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of fake. There's a lot of fake. Uh, it's not fake. It's false sense of how good you are in boxing because people start off hitting mitts yeah. and they think they're good at boxing because yeah, you can hit a you fucking draft. you can hit a fucking bag yeah. or hit someone's hands and it's it's fake. It's mm-hmm. not real. You haven't sparred anybody yet. Yeah, yeah, your form's getting great, but wait till someone hits you back, and let's see if your form's still good. Yeah. and In jujitsu, it's right away. You're already mm-hmm. rolling. Mm-hmm. You're in this shit, and someone's breathing on you. you can smell their motherfucking breath. You know what they ate yep. pussy earlier. You know all this shit about them. <laughs> it's serious. You know.
1: I can't believe you just said that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know everything. Like this motherfucker loves onions. You know everything about jujitsu. Like and it's. That's what makes it so I guess I would say scary for someone mm-hmm. trying to come into jiu-jitsu yeah. is that aspect of yeah, it. All. Definitely- I will say
1: I will say this it's uh jiu-jitsu is very much uh, a form of communication. There's it, constant communication occurring when you're doing jiu-jitsu. A lot of talking, you're, yeah. You're responding. Well, it's not even I mean when we think of talking we think of verbal, right? But it's more like body language. It's and that's that's predominantly what how we communicate yeah 56 you know, of how we communicate is by language um but when you're in these different positions you're responding to or reacting to what your opponent gives you and um and, and and so that that's something that's very important for people to understand with the with the arts of jiu-jitsu um you're 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 getting to these different techniques you're getting to these different ideals and you're all you're responsible for doing is is Responding to what someone is presenting to you, right? And and it's that reminder of a this is not really something that you're learning to let's say go out in the world and produce. that like, you're not going out there and saying, "Hey, let me go out there and try to put somebody in a chokehold." No, Man. you're mm-hmm. you're there for you're, you. learn these skills to defend yourself. That's the whole point. But then also the other thing is, while you're on the mat, while you're in the gym, it's a sport. It it, mm-hmm. it it's it's simply a sport. Now, will that sport Uh, give you tools that you may need to maybe utilize outside of the, you know, outside of the gym. Yeah. But, you know, going along the lines with Justin said, your, your job when you're doing jujitsu is not to destroy anyone. It's not. Your goal is to put yourself in a position of advantage to where you can survive. Right. You can survive and then you get yourself out of there. You know, I'm not trying to harm you. I'm not trying to hurt myself. If it comes to that, it may be necessary at times. But Mm -hmm. my job is not to hurt you. My job is to stop the problem, Mm is to stop the aggression. Yeah. You know, so. that's
0: a, I feel like that's common with anyone who's martial arts. It's just in general in life. But like mm-hmm. the more people, the more people are like trained in martial arts, the less they want to fight, the less aggressive they are, the less trouble they get into. It's kind of well. like if you're born a player, which I'm not. But if you're born a player, you're always looking for love because <laughs> you've been you've been given ass your whole yeah. life. You want right. you want you want to know what the other is. You want I want something real. Same mm-hmm. shit. Like if you're a fighter, I I know so many people who are trained in martial arts. Some of them actually uh, you remember Kevin Thompson by any chance? Yeah. Yeah, good friend of mine. Um he told me to tell you hello. Um <laughs> he's at a he's at Checkmate Lahore now.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh but um
0: yeah, like and all these guys are the nicest guys in the world. None mm-hmm. of them fight, you know, and they're and they're trained killers, you know, yeah. like yourselves. Well,
1: that's, all the yeah. that's why they call it the gentle art. So I've I've learned over time and obviously there's there's a, a education side to jiu-jitsu if you haven't figured that out by now, but um you know, it's this ideal that and I think Justin brought up earlier. It's this ideal that if you can get to the point where you're just simply flow rolling, or you get to the point where you're not using a lot of strength, maybe you didn't bring that up. I, I don't know if no, you're talking about sure. that, but <laughs> but uh, but if you're not using a lot of strength, um, that's when you know you're becoming more proficient at it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're to the when you're in a position, when you're at the point where you're thinking to yourself, "I know what I can do, but I'm choosing not to do that." Yeah, you know, right. um, I know I can put this person in a chokehold, but I'm choosing not to do that. And a lot of times, it has a lot to do with understanding who your opponent is, whether they're um, less proficient or more proficient than you. Sometimes it's that equal, mutual, you know, level of, of performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it also comes down to is is that one of the things I learned about jujitsu, um, which is why I love this sport, is it opens up our opportunity to learn something new in the process of doing something you already know this ideal that yes i know i could put this person in an armbar but you know what this was this is something that i know i'm proficient at so let me try something else i'm not so proficient at and in, and sometimes as i found out and a lot of times is when i try to do something new i lose of course I keep, and i keep losing mm-hmm. until i learn how to perfect it until I, until i learn how to actually do it i think
0: so. i think as soon as humans find that flow state in anything it's your dick gets hard I know mm-hmm. for me, I had it as a kid when I played baseball. Same shit. Like my dad talks about it all the time. His his way of perceiving it is like he's not even religious, but he always says like if there was a godly feeling, that's what that is. Right. And like he gives a perfect example. It's like I I always play shortstop as my whole life. Humble brag, best player on the team, whatever. Um, <laughs> he's like but he's like he he tells me this one example. He's like I remember you were playing shortstop and there's a run off. I don't know if you guys know baseball in any way. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. there's a runner on first and then there's a there's a guy hit a a fucking ball in the backhand. He's like, and you got the ball and you had a, it was one of those balls where like, it was too close for you to die for it. So you couldn't die for it because it might hit you in the ribs, Mm -hmm. but it was too far for you to reach for it. So like you did like this really like extreme, like slide Mm -hmm. that no one else would have even thought of. It just kind of happened naturally. And then you got the ball and then you, in your mind that quickly realized that you couldn't throw the guy out at first because he would have been fucking safe. Yeah. So you pump faked it to first and then you got and then you got the guy that was running around second to think you were throwing it to first mm-hmm. and then you got yeah. him out at second. And you're like yeah. it's like that was like flow. Like yeah. there was no thought in that whatsoever mm-hmm. and like when he explains to me that way, I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. When I was playing that game, I didn't even fucking know I did that. Yeah, you're thinking three, four, five steps ahead. Just right away, just quick, yep. you know. And then when when people get that on anything, when you get when you're playing guitar and you're soloing, you're like, fuck, I, you're surprising yourself. Like, how didn't I even I didn't even know I was gonna do that riff. <laughs> That's crazy. Same with jujitsu, same with anything, man. Like even when you're talking to a lady and you're like, that joke was hilarious. Oh my God, dude. I can't believe that worked. (laughs) She's a ten. I fucking I'm freaking out inside. She has no idea. I'm fucking nervous. But like (laughs) you're in that flow state and it just and it works. I think when you find that in anything, it's phenomenal, but for some reason, like I said, the reluctancy to try something new, especially in martial art. Nobody likes to suck. Pussyitis is real, man. I'm telling you, man. I get it all the time. I think about. I get in my fucking car. I get nervous. Oh my gosh, I'm driving crazy. Yep. Hey, we all have it, man. But I think that's phenomenal what you guys are doing, man. I, the fact that you're still going all these years later—that's yeah. crazy, man. Now you have like a yeah. fucking best friend and shit.
1: Well, yep. I mean, the whole the whole ideal is is that it's what keeps me grounded. Um, are there a lot of stressful moments in 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 what I do for a living? both as a you know professional speaker, as a professional development prece- uh, speaker, as someone who works in law enforcement. yes, there are a lot of stressful moments. just a, just a mere ideal of standing up in front of a group of hundreds of people. terrifying and talking to them. I I, I know I know people give credit for you know some of the messages that I that I that I bring. But it's it's not easy. No, hell it's no. It's really not. And then to transition to hey, you know, I got to put handcuffs on someone, or hey, I'm going into this very dangerous, volatile situation. Jiu-jitsu brings that um, reminder. It brings that uh, uh, that 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 moment of you know reminding yourself that you have to remain calm mm-hmm. in chaos, right? I, I, getting choked out is chaotic. Right. <laughs> Get, getting into an armbar is chaotic. Fucking sucks. Yeah. It, it And so, thankfully, it's in a training environment. But what if that happened in real life? You right. know.
0: And and honestly, not only literally, but figuratively.
1: Yeah, figuratively. Yeah. Figuratively. I mean, and, figuratively your wor- yeah. and your work. in your work life Men- and, and personal mentally, life. When whatever. When you're going through a lot of stress, when you're going through things, when things aren't going your way, you're thinking to yourself, "Man, like this is this is crazy. This is." You know, how do I cope with this? And then you show up to school, you show up to jujitsu, and you're like, okay, like this is a moment where I can really calibrate. I can really do a little bit of diagnostics on myself. Right. You yeah. know, where I'm in, a, I'm in a uh, a group of positive people who they want the best for me. They, you know, and we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But it's this ideal that, you know, these people are here to develop me. When I'm even when I'm not at my best. Yeah. Because, yeah, we have those days. If anybody ever thought I mean, I know I have a a lot of people out there that have seen me speak. I I have a lot of people out there that have seen me do presentations and you get this idea that, man, this guy's got it all together. No, Mm -hmm. you know, we're human beings. We're not always going to have it together. But guess what? Guess what keeps me grounded? It's going to jujitsu. Right. It's it's sitting here with Justin and, and and who is my professor and he's showing me different techniques that are keeping me grounded. You mm-hmm. know, he's showing me how to survive. You know, right. um, and that's what a lot of people don't really uh, understand that it, the world may look perfect on social media may look perfect on um, social media in uh, other aspects of life during you know performance and stuff, but you know there are things that are going on behind the scenes, you know, and one of them is for me is jujitsu where someone is actually looking out for me while I'm while while, while I'm out there looking out for other people. <laughs> right. Makes <laughs> you know? sense. I so. think there's a, a big thing too where
2: jujitsu whether people like realize it or not as they're going through it, it's like a roadmap for success.
0: Big time too. Right. I it totally like, agree.
2: Like like Dale said, like you learn to say Calm through stressful situations, but it's not just staying calm, it's being able to stay calm, function, take the next step, and continue to dig yourself out of a fucking hole you're in. Right. And then you also have like that goes directly with regular life. Like you had some shitty circumstance happen to you, like you don't just fucking sit there and like, fuck, I tap. Yeah, I give up. I I I I blame my problems to somebody else. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what? I gotta find my fucking way out. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Success isn't a fucking straight line. You know, it's up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, but. If you stay consistent and persistent and keep learning things, you'll make your way to the top. Consistent and persistent yeah. I love that
1: saying one, dude. One of the things I learned from uh, from 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 Justin is you have these moments in in your jujitsu career where you're I mean, you're jamming. I mean you're on top of the world, you're doing your thing, you show up every day and you're just winning. And all of a sudden, there's, like, this day you come in. <laughs> just, like. Oh. It's a, uh, <laughs> right. and, and it's the day you feel good, Right, too. it's the day you feel it good. Is. It's, like, yeah. no, no, don't, no, make no mistake, don't make no mistake, people. It's not the day where you just are feeling like crap. It's the day where you feel like you are on top of the world, where you're, like, mm-hmm. I got this. Like all your vitamins. You got right. your pre-workout yeah, right, in. Right, you got the pre-workout. <laughs> but when you get on the mat, it's, like you're garbage oh,
0: <laughs> and some new guy comes right, in you don't even know english and he goes right. how, how are you and he fucking puts you in you're a pretzel you're even
1: getting dominated by a new guy oh, right oh man and uh and 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 you start and you and and that's the moments where you're dropping right that's right. the moments. and then you have those moments where you come in you are feeling okay you're doing your thing and it just becomes mundane that's the plateau that's one of the things I learned from Justin. Like, you're going to have your days where you have your highs. You're going to have your days where you have your extreme lows. And when I say lows, you're frustrated. Oh, You're like, why am I not winning, right? Because at, at first it's just, okay, I'm going to do my techniques. I'm going to do my thing. But then it's like... Okay, this guy's pretty good, so I'm gonna turn it up. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. When you turned up the heat, the heat didn't come on. <laughs> right,
0: right, and then, and, the, and he knew you were trying to get that motherfucker ignited, right. and he turned his shit up full and heat. Right, and, <laughs> and then and he fucked you up.
1: Right, and then you have those moments where you're just simply average. You know, you're gonna have those moments, right? But that's the relationship you build with jujitsu that is a that is a very identical to life. You know, that it's very identical to life. You're going to have those ups. You're going to have those downs. You're going to have those moments where it's just another day on the block. Right. So I, I definitely wanted to make sure I share that, you know, so. Yeah. And, I, and
2: with that, too, I think it's
1: there's a big thing in jiu-jitsu. It's like blue belt is where everyone fucking leaves.
2: Right. And I think. Because you get good. Because you, <laughs> yeah, you get good. But and that's,
0: that's enough for you.
2: At white belt, I can blame my failures on being on a white belt. Yeah. Right. I'm a blue belt I should be better than this fucking guy but I just had a bad day or I'm having a plateau and like now I have to actually really look at myself and be like fuck like, do I suck right now? Right. And like I said some people can't fucking handle that they so can't handle sucking at something.
0: Do you think the blue belt is where the biggest plateau happens? And that, Yeah. And that's where you freak out the most because do for sure it's exactly like that with, uh, with the guitar. Mm-hmm. Same way man. It's, it's so fucking frustrating because I have I've been playing my whole life I've been playing since I was like 9 and I swear to God, I, I wasn't, my technique and how good I was didn't change from 15 to like 23.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was the most frustrating thing ever. I, yeah. I almost gave up. Like, I just, I stopped playing. I would only play when people just requested me to, and backyard mm-hmm. parties and whatnot. And like, right. but I, I didn't put the work in anymore. Cause I was like, I'm literally the same fucking talent as I was 15 years ago, like almost 10 years ago. It's mm-hmm. so frustrating, but to somebody who never does it, they're like you're a star. I'm yeah, like, no, I'm not. God. And you're, I. It's a fucking annoying because it's almost like insult. It's not insulting. They don't know what they're saying, but I'm like, I compare myself, I compare myself to the greats, the mm-hmm. Eric Claptons, the Jimi Hendrix. They're fucking stars, and if I, I, if I'm shitty to them, then that's embarrassing. But like, that soon as, as soon as I hit 24, I don't know what happened it was something, it took, something happened and for some people their plateau could be three years mine was like mm-hmm. nine years yeah and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're hitting different notes than you ever did your fingers are moving faster they're moving quicker like they're cleaner and you're like what the fuck? i can solo now this is crazy like and mm-hmm. it just happened like i don't know how it happens but if you can push past that plateau on fucking anything dude yeah
1: that's
0: mm-hmm. all it is just show part up every it. day it's the hardest part is just showing up
1: uh-huh. absolutely absolutely the there's days where i you know said you know what I'm, I'm just not doing this but i showed up and i'm like you know what when i got done it, it felt like it was a big relief. Like I, I made it. Yeah. You know? it Nobody was, regrets it, was it. Accomplishment, huh? Nobody regrets coming in. I <laughs> no. had the hardest time no. getting
2: it out of bed. But no. like when you're there,
0: you're like, I'm glad I came. Not at all. Yeah. Diets, fucking relationships,
2: martial a, arts, all again, that shit.
1: I want to make sure that I ex- it, it express this because I think this is very important. And I don't say this as like a plug in or anything. I say this because it's the, because of my experiences in jujitsu. Not every school provides that. Okay. And I got to say that. Um, this school is what is, is, is one that provides that, you know. Um, this ideal of when you come in you actually walk out of it feeling like you're a better person for making it, you know, for, for getting through that process. Um, you know, not every school you know, some schools you're just like, hey, look, I don't have time to deal with the nonsense today, so I'm not gonna go. Yeah. You know, this school when you come in, it's so family oriented, it, it's ridiculous. I mean it's I, I can't I I can't express like how family this this and the the people that are there you have all different walks of life everybody's not meant to see the same picture not everybody's meant to have the same ideals the same the same uh, uh backgrounds the same qualities you're it's not going to happen but what i do find is everyone has a common goal there are people who come to this school that when they show up they have a different perception of how they see jujitsu. They come in there with a different mindset. They come in there with a different attitude. The ones that come in with the bullying attitude, they don't last long. Mm-mm. They don't. Never. And, and Never. I've, I've seen that in the, in the seven years or eight years I've, I've been there, It's somewhere around there, I don't remember. But in the, in the years I've been there, um, every single person that you pretty much had a, va- a bad vibe about when they walked in, they're gone. Give it a few weeks – Some people last a couple of months, but they're gone, you know. And so the people that are that stay at this school, at this particular school, Gracie Barr Fullerton, it's people who have um, a common set of goals. They seem to have a common set of values and beliefs about the sport. And uh, that's extremely important uh, for when you walk out that door every day, when you show up, even when you're not at your best, when you're not feeling it when you're not when, when you're there and you're just thinking to yourself, Man, I, I I'm here.
0: <laughs> you know? It's like fucking church. So. Yeah, I am I a a religious person, but like that—that's yeah. what that's what people who are religious say about church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say the same thing. You yeah. walk in, you feel good, you get refreshed, you I'm get humbled, all that good shit. I'm supposed same to be thing. Baptist yeah. Christian,
1: and I can tell you, I've been to a lot of Baptist Christian churches, and mm-hmm. I mean, we pray on a Sunday, and we start cursing on a Monday, that's and start right. Talking about each other on a Tuesday, uh, and start gossiping on Wednesday. Right after peace be with yeah. you, I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> motherfucker. But I've been, I know you. <laughs> but I've been, but I've been to a lot of Pentecostal churches. I've been to a lot of Catholic churches mm-hmm. where I felt like there was a better piece of mind yeah you know and i'm like i don't know (laughs) yeah and they're all different
0: and they're all different like they're the same discipline but they're different yeah yeah which is interesting
2: sometimes the post-training hanging out is
1: longer than the training right yeah and we found i don't know if i mean you know that's the other thing that that i admire about this school is um it the, the training doesn't end um on the mat yeah, the training uh, occurs when we're socializing with one another outside of course. outside of the school, and and we have many outings with each other. We go and we hang out, and we you really get to immerse You really get to see who you're rolling with. You get to For see sure. the personalities. You get to see who people are and what they're about. So that's one that's another thing to admire about. It's about
0: very the interesting how any expertise like that works because I remember when we were kids, my coach. Cause I played at a ghetto park, so we had like that, yeah. uh, like that Boilermaker type shit from Bad News Bears. <laughs> and our coaches always tell us, like, you know what pissed me off about you motherfuckers? And you say that, like, it's fucking funny. Yeah. Like, what, Mike? He's like, when you guys are on the baseball field, all you guys do is talk about ass. When you're off the baseball field, all you guys do is talk about fucking baseball. It's fucking annoying. Pick, <laughs> fucking fix it. And it's, it's like that with jujitsu, though. Like when you're yeah. when you're not even rolling, you're talking about it all the time. And then yeah. when you're rolling, you're probably not even talking about it that much. No. Yeah. Talking about other shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's very weird, but it works that way. Um, do you think? Do you think, uh, or what's your uh, point of view when it comes to learning other disciplines? Like, do you push that towards your your uh, people that come in, your clients, and all that? Do you tell them like, hey, like it's we're learning jujitsu, but you should go try to learn maybe some uh, some muay thai, some some boxing? Do you tell um, them those things or no? It, it depends on the person. Okay. Right. So if
2: if I have a person in coming, hey, like I'm gonna learn grappling, I'm trying to do MMA. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like you grappling for MMA is the fucking basics.
0: It's the basics. Like yeah. you, that's
2: your foundation. You got to have that. There's no Those are all the
0: champions too, the best wrestlers are yeah. usually
2: the best one, yeah. And right, and you know it's not like Hoyce Gracie's UFC one days anymore where like you can come in with just jiu and win. Right. But it is like a, a requirement. You got to have that plus everything else. Right? right? Cuz if you're if you're lacking that, I don't you're, you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. Um so it just depends on the person. Like if I I just tell them, you got to apply the same shit, same thing, in jiu-jitsu, you got to come in, you got to come in with like a learning attitude, no ego, you got to just come in here learn expect you to suck you're not going to be good at it right away it's going to take time if you take that apply it to whether it's guitar baseball football stay persistent you know you're not gonna be good right away so like you don't put that in your head like oh i fucking suck no it takes time then you'll be successful whatever the fuck you do because like i said jiu-jitsu is the road for success you're gonna have ups and downs you're gonna but
0: as long as you stay persistent and consistent find your way to the top i love it dude and are, are there like uh do people have like trial periods for gracie bar like can they come in and try it out for a week or some yeah. shit or like i do
2: a week free and the way i always explain it is like Jiu Jitsu sells itself i'm just here to make the introduction yeah that's it you come in try it for a week i very rarely even ask people to sign up like i'll tell them like you got a week free come try it out come as much as you want blah 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 at the end of the week if you like it sign up if not then no hard feelings and usually like halfway through or towards the end like I'll be on the mat like talking to Dale or teaching someone something and they'll be like hey hey, professor like, can I sign
0: up sure
1: let's go beautiful man yeah, it happens all easier. the time and uh, you know with people that come in it's I it, it, understand that when you come in and you, and you feel like this is not for you it, it doesn't it, it's not a gauge of who you are as an individual you know it really isn't you know it, it, we like to think that um, at least from the 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 perception I get in the, the the, the way I feel about um, the school I go to is, you know, this we said, Jiu Jitsu's for everyone, right? But some people don't feel like it's for them. It doesn't make you any less of a person. It just means that you're probably not ready for that time. But it also could be, and I go back to what I said earlier about this ideal of who people are and what they become. I never like to think that jujitsu really changes your life. I think that it makes you, it changes, uh, it, it improves who you are as an individual, right? Um, people come in and they have different personas. They have different beliefs. They have different ideals of what Jiu-Jitsu is about. They have even different goals or different things that they want to do. Um, but Jiu-Jitsu doesn't change your life. I, I That's just my belief. I think that it really exacerbates who you already are. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that about you, everything. Yeah, you get people that come in that are very um, – they, they know what they want to do in life, right? They, they, they want to be a more effective uh, – um, uh, performer in martial arts uh, they want to be a better person they want to be better at defending themselves the that ideal alone is who they are as an individual Justin the professor happens to bring that out of you right. right they he's bringing out the the person that you have always been you just didn't know how to be comfortable mm-hmm. in that shell that's you know? crazy, huh? I I am a firm believer because
0: because because you as a student you think oh my god I'm changing you're like nah no you're not you, changing no. because again it yeah. goes back to you the were,
1: ideal of like you know you have people that come in and they just like they just want to muscle their way through everything they want to be a bully and everything and then it's like they, they 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 bully themselves but they bully they get to the point where people see it and they're like yeah this is just a bully and eventually right. they don't they don't last long they la- they leave yeah. right these are the people that just want to come in because they want to learn how to put the hurt on someone. But you got to realize that, like Justin said, this is a marathon. A lot of bullies aren't there for the marathon. They're not ready for the marathon. Short fights. They're here for the Mm -hmm. short fights, the the sprints, right? The the person that actually comes in with good intentions, they may be heavy-handed. They may be someone who is all about muscle. But then here you come, you have a professor like Justin that comes in and it's like, let me show you how to – redirect that 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 focus, redirect that energy, redirect that whole ideal of using just muscle and actually using technique. And then you realize, you know, it wasn't me that changed uh, or, or it wasn't me that became a different person. I am now becoming the person that I was meant to be. I learned how to read. I learned how to become the person that I should have been all along. I've learned how to redirect my focus. I relearn- I learned how to Utilize my strength in a responsible manner. So some Miyagi
0: do shit. I love it. Yeah, when it comes
1: to, I love it, baby. When it comes with the coaching, and this isn't
2: like my quote I read in a coaching book. Um, our job is just to, like, if I use Dale for example, my job is to unlock his potential. He already has it in himself. My job is just to turn the fucking key, so he can let it out. Right. Right. He can become whatever he needs to be to do that. It's just my job to unlock it. That's it.
0: I love that Very man. Simple. Justin Dell, I promise you an hour. We did an hour. I <laughs> <There we go. laughs> love it. Fucking beautiful, man. Love dude, it. hey, well, thank you guys for coming in, dude. This was yeah. really cool, man. I feel like a lot of people are going to listen to this shit and and be excited to sign up, dude. I know a lot of people especially in Orange County are yeah. going to be fucking stoked to hear this. I mean, put their kids in there and uh, and everyone's always looking for that. Everyone always wants to be part of something, too. That's mm-hmm. a, that's yeah. another thing. That's that's human. Natural fucking energy. You want to be a part of something that's growing, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, oh, I know a guy who knows him, and that's what we get fucking hard off. So people love that. So I'm ex- hopefully people hear this, and I-, I guarantee they will. They're gonna be like, I'm gonna put my kid in jujitsu with Justin, mm-hmm. and and you hear your voices, and now like, I heard you in the episode of Ultimate Tag. It's beautiful, man. <laughs>
1: Justin's not good at this, so before we get off, Justin, do your plug in, man, because I know you're not used uh, to doing this stuff. No, I I'm don't gonna, do that if stuff. If you don't do it, I'm gonna do it for you, man. Do it for me. All right, so check it out. Look. So he already talked to you about uh, coming in. You get a week work, a week's worth of free training. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu really is something that um, it, it, it brings out your full potential. You got to come out to Gracie Bar Fullerton. Um, they do training Monday through Thursdays and on Saturdays. Um, it's, you know, and with COVID – there's a lot of, uh, um, uh, COVID safety that's occurring right now. And, and as we're moving out of this pandemic, but, um, uh, as we move out of it, obviously classes will be more available, but you got to come out, you got to come train. Um, it's Gracie bar Fullerton in Fullerton, right? Um, I don't know the exact address, Two two zero. 231 Eastern Federal Highway, California, 231. 92835, behind the McDonald's. That's right. There you go, behind the McDonald's. And uh, what's the telephone number? 714-883-8855. You got to come Tremendous. out. Tremendous. <laughs> but it, it, it's a testament. The fact that he refuses to promote Gracie Barr Fullerton, uh, Fullerton is a testament to how humble this professor is. That's the is. humility,
0: dude. That's Mr. That is, Mr. Miyagi. I'm telling yes, you. He doesn't talk is, about Miyagi,
1: though. He just yes. knows. I got it. And the greatest part about coming to this school is, is there's no bullying. There's no—I mean, you have a lot of— um, professionals that train there and they don't train there because it's convenient. They don't train there because it's the closest thing to their house. They come and train there because of the environment, because of the tone that is set at that school. That is why I'm there. That's why I've been there for several years because it really is a community there. So please, I I, I highly encourage you, uh, everyone to come out, uh, check out the school for a week and see if it's for you. So...
0: I love it. Fellas, thanks for coming in, man. Thank you, man. This has been another episode of Alternate Take. Dude, I'm glad I got you guys some good shit for this episode, and I'll see you guys soon. Peace.
3: of a queen